Hello and welcome to the Reflecting Light Show. I am your host, April Rogers, and I'm so glad that you are along for this journey. We have a really special guest today. We have Mary Helen Blanchard. She is the author of this book, Shirley's Story, and we're going to talk a lot about that. And we're just going to talk about your life and your story and Shirley's story. So welcome, Mary Helen. Thank I'm so you, glad April. that you're I'm here. So honored to be here. Thank you. It's going to be a special show because there is so much to discuss in the way that you have authored a book, The Same as Me, and I know that just that journey that it is to get a book completed and done, and it is fabulous. It's a faith journey, (laughs) isn't it? It is. That's what it was really like for me because, as you know, there's writing the book. Yes. And then there's publishing the book. Two completely different things. And then there's promoting the book. Yes. And I don't know anything about the last two. Yeah. And so (laughs) it can it can stop you in your tracks. It can. And and it's like really for me it was a faith journey because I only knew step A. Yeah. And then just do step A and quit looking down the line and then the light shines on step B. Exactly. And, and then the light shines on step C yes. and God brings people in your life to help you to do things right. you don't know. That's right. And so I have to even now remember that as mm-hmm. I have other projects going that I get overwhelmed because I'm looking way down the road. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's step Z. Right. <laughs> way back here. Step and he's saying, just, yeah. just take that one step. Mm-hmm. And you know what's interesting to me is that if the Lord wants that story out there, he's going to get it out there. That's right. You know, he's He's the author. Exactly. And he just takes it where he wants it to go. And the, the scripture that always comes to me, and I put a variation of it in my book when mm-hmm. I sign it, is that delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the <sighs> desires of your heart. And if God puts yes. something on our hearts, That's I right. believe that He gives us everything we need That's right. to accomplish that dream. It's not my dream. That's right. That's confirmation for me because I'm actually writing a book right now called The Light. Oh my and goodness. it's based off of that scripture. How would you have even known? You wouldn't. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's the right. Holy Spirit. I that's, love how He does that. That's right. That's evidence. And you have to be aware of that yes. and looking for those little uh, God moments that right. aren't little at yeah, all. That's right. <laughs> well, there is so much to discuss, so much to jump into, but let's just talk a little bit about your story and where the Lord has brought you from. Uh, has there been a season of darkness that He has brought you out of and into His light? Well, you know, when you get to be my age, April, <laughs> I just had a birthday. Recently. Happy birthday. Thank you. Um, you learn that there's so many ups and downs in life. Mm-hmm. And so I could, we would have to way extend the program. But I, I think the one that's most recent for me is the one I'll talk about. Okay. And you're going to have to, for, you know, be patient with me sure. because I have a tendency when I really speak from my heart to get emotional. That's, and so that's here I go. That's how the Lord created us. I love it. <laughs> here I go. But um, eight years ago, a little over eight years ago, my husband and I moved from, he had gotten transferred uh, when we were empty nesters to Baton Rouge. And then we were looking at retirement. Mm-hmm. And at that time, two of our, our three children and 
let's see how many was it at the time. Seven of our, our grandchildren were in the Covington, Mandeville area, the North Shore area. Okay. And so we decided we wanted, instead of coming back to Monroe, as we had always planned, because I grew up here, mm -hmm. we raised our kids in West Monroe, I taught in West Monroe many years, that we would move down to the North Shore to be near our kids and grandkids. And it was a huge leap of faith. Sure. And we were there less than a year. My husband had just, um, he was still working some. He had just retired in September 2014 because he wasn't feeling good. And going to the doctor, having tests, nothing, had a heart. Uh, they checked on his heart stint. Everything was better. But he's like, I'm just not feeling good. I'm tired all the time. My back's hurting. And finally, um, six weeks after he retired, they discovered that he had a little tumor on his lungs, but his liver was completely metastasized. Oh the, the, he was in late stages of um, lung cancer. And he went into the hospital on a Friday, right after he was diagnosed, and the next Friday he passed away. Goodness. So that I, was just, yeah, it was, it was, it was God's mercy. Mm. It was God's mercy. And um, so here I am. Uh, all of my support is back in Monroe. Yeah. I, we haven't been there long enough for me to really have a deep friendship support Community. base. Yeah. Right. And we had moved my mother, who we taught together. My mother was such an important part of my life. And she had several years before that begun this long journey into dementia and I couldn't leave her here by herself. So we had moved her down to the Mandeville area. And six months after Bill died, I had to put my mother on hospice. Oh, and she died on the first anniversary. We buried her on the first anniversary of Bill's death. And in that time, April, you know, things always happen yeah. in threes. Yeah. My family fell apart. Everybody grieves differently. There had been a lot of wounded, woundedness within the family, and everybody grieves, like I said, in their own way. So I have this expectation of how I'm going to be supported, and it wasn't there. Yes. And so guess what? It was me and God. Yeah. It was, and that's when I found out that I've always depended on God's grace, and just like the little, the little delight yes. thing that right. happened, that's God's grace. That's right. But I, I learned of God's grace during that time that it was a tangible thing. That's good. It was something you could just hold on to. I could feel myself being carried. I could feel myself being lifted and it was it was yeah. truly the great gift that came from all of that. You know, when I thought I couldn't go on, I would get a phone call. Mm -hmm. I would make myself get up, get dressed, get out in the community, and things would happen. And I really would, and I, I knew people were calling me and I felt their prayers. And so that was such a gift of that time was, wow that closeness to God. Yeah.
that closest to God and that things don't work out. I don't get the comfort and strength that I need in the way that I think I need. It comes from how God plans it, which is so much better than yes. anything I could have could have planned. So that was that. And another thing, another great gift from that was that I learned about grief because up until that time, I never had any major devastating losses in my life. So blessed. And, you know, grief is a gift. Yeah. And grief is also um, a difficult friend. Yes. (laughs) It's a very difficult (laughs) friend because it's going to get your attention. You can either attend to grief at the time, and if you push it down and you don't, it's going to come out later in other ways that are uh, not healthy. True. And I was surrendered to my grief, if that makes sense. And what I've really found out is that my grief journey was a journey into gratitude. Wow. That I could never go into that meltdown that you find that, you know, that mm-hmm. comes out of nowhere. And if I gave into that and I, I let the wave take me out, I let the yeah. riptide take me out, whenever I would end up back to myself and to the shore, what I always found was such gratitude that I got to love like that. Yes. That here is someone that I love so much that that's the price of loving. And what a great gift that is. That is absolutely beautiful how you put that. And it's true, you're right, it is It is a gift, but it's hard to say that in the moment. Oh. Um, I remember after my brother passed away, he died in a car accident when he was 17. And that grief just, you know, it would come exactly like what you're describing in those waves. And if you do surrender to it, you said those words, then you can start to heal. And you're right. And it is that tangible. You can feel the Lord closer in those moments than you can whenever your life is going great. But I had written a piece and in it I had put that it was a gift. And when I went back and I read it, you know, so it got published and then I hadn't hadn't looked at it for a while and I was reading it publicly, as you know, you read your books publicly too. And I looked at it and I saw that, that I had written that it was a gift and it choked me up for a minute, but it wasn't because I didn't believe it. It was just that gratitude yes, that really does yes. come through. That's, yes, that's what I'm experiencing now. Yeah. Such gratitude, such gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, there was a God wink that happened before Bill died. I was given a book because I was like, I don't know if we made the right choice of moving down here. I miss my friends. You know, it was like, and this person had given me a book called Good Grief. It was not very thick. It was just, and it talks about all the losses that we experience when we walk on planet earth, you know, in these earth suits, Mm -hmm. you're going to experience loss and a change in your home. Like after all those years of having a home here in this area and starting over, that was exciting, but it was also a loss. And so I'd been looking at that, the 
good that grief is a good thing. Yes. And uh, and then, whew, experience it away. <laughs> well, this is a good thing. But but then the hope that you can provide somebody who might be walking that same path right now and yeah. perhaps they've yes. lost their spouse and they're saying, you know, how can I say that this is good? And it's only after you get to the other side of that that you are able to say, you're going to make it. I made it and, and you're going to make it with the Lord's help. And I think for me, April, that has been a lesson that has been relearned and relearned and relearned mm-hmm. because what I look at in my life no matter what I've been through that was terrible at the time, that was dark at the time, I believe that it might be a month from now, it might be six months from now, it might be a a year from now. God always puts somebody in my life that needs exactly the encouragement that I went through it too. That's right. I went through it too. I know exactly how you're feeling. Yeah. And so, in that way, all of these tragedies or heartbreaks mm-hmm. in our mm-hmm. life are really our greatest asset. Yeah, they're really the a great gift. And so, when I'm in the middle of one, mm-hmm. it helps to know that that's coming. That so, is unbelievable perspective. I it love helps it. to know that somebody's <laughs> yeah. somebody's coming. Right, right. <laughs> but yeah. what what a great way to live because. I think about it often, actually, you know, just having walked through significant losses in my life that we're only here for just a minute. Mm -hmm. We don't we don't have thousands and thousands of years to live on this earth. We're just here for a moment. And if we let the enemy steal all of our joy and our life and we just go on as a shell, then we're going to miss out on what the Lord has prepared for us. And what a beautiful thing that you have this great perspective in the way that you're looking at this with gratitude as a gift. And you're saying, you know what? Just because that happened to me, it doesn't mean that I need to stop living. Correct. I'm going to keep going mm-hmm. on and right. trying to make a difference. And another great gift from it. I, I got married April when I was 22. Wow. And I had a ready-made family. Bill, Bill was widowed with two small boys. Yes. And then uh, we had a daughter later. All three were my adopted children. And um, it was the first time in my life, in my adult life, I mean, if you <laughs> call 22 <laughs> being an adult. Right that I was alone, just mm-hmm. who am I as a single person? And that was that has been very much of a, a, a journey. It's never one that I wanted to take, but now that I'm there, um, I, God and I are enough is what that's I'm finding good. out. And everything that's added on, the grandchildren and the mm-hmm. children and the friends and all of these things are are lanyap, as as we say down there. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> they're lanyap. That's right. But the core is, regardless of what happens, God and I are enough. That's right. And that is a gift from God. That's a gift from God. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to that for sure. And I like it that you brought up your children. We're gonna take a short break, but when we come back, I want you to talk a little bit about them and then what made you write Shirley's story. Okay, thank you, thank you. 
We would like to thank today's sponsor of the Reflecting Light Show, John Ray Realty. The John Ray Realty Group is well-known and well-respected, not only by competitors, but also by closing attorneys, lenders, and suppliers of the real estate services in the Northeast Louisiana market. Their motto is, we tend to business. Visit JohnRayRealty.com today. Hello and welcome back to the Reflecting Light Show. We are here with Mary Helen Blanchard. And Mary Helen, we have talked about just the fact that you see things in such a beautiful way and you have great perspective on life as a gift and how the Lord brought you through a season of grief and that you said that He is enough. And I really thank you for sharing that story with me and with the viewers because I, I do believe that it's gonna it's gonna help somebody Thank that you. might be in that same position. But now I want to transition a little bit and let's talk about your kids and the fact that you used to take them to the zoo. Yes. And so let's kind of transition into your now that that part of the journey with your children and how you encountered Shirley. Well, it's you know when I got married it was in 1978 and it was right about that time that Shirley came to the zoo. And she's such a beloved character here in our area. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows and loves Shirley. And we would go to the zoo and we would see Shirley there with her broken leg and her torn ear. And she, you could clap April and she would try to raise one leg in the air to do a trick because she was a circus elephant. And okay. she had quite the exciting life mm -hmm. as a circus elephant, which is talked about in the book. But, you know, you just couldn't help but feel sorry for her because right. she was there by herself. There were no other elephants. And, and I you want, were just were saying that she was lonely. Yes, because... Coming out that she was lonely. She's very lonely because elephants live in herds. They're mm -hmm. matriarchal. It's the female elephants that all live together. The mothers, mm -hmm. the grandmothers take care of all the babies. And so when they live in isolation, it's very traumatizing to them, which at the time people didn't know. This is all research that's been done as time has, in the last 30 years. And it was such a gift that the Louisiana Purchase Gardens and, and Zoo did because she had broken her back leg in the circus that she was wow. in and could no longer perform tricks. And there was no place to send her. Yeah. And they were considering euthanizing her. So the zoo took her, our zoo mm -hmm. took her. And of course she was very much loved. Mr. Solomon James mm. uh, yeah. took care took of her for many her. years along with so many other care uh, givers down at the zoo. And um, so in 99, uh, my youngest one was about to graduate from high school. It was front page news here that Shirley was going to the Elephant Sanctuary and that's when National Geographic followed her journey to the Elephant Sanctuary. And we were go coming yeah. home every day looking at the news. And lo and behold, here comes this younger elephant into the barn, Mr. Solomon's, you know, there with her. And I love that he said, I don't know who put the first chain on you, but I sure am glad I, I took the last chain off. And um, 
But this younger elephant comes into the zoo. It's the second elephant Shirley has seen in over 22 years. Mm -hmm. And they have this huge reaction to one another. They're banging against their stalls, trying to get to each other. And they finally open the stall and let this younger elephant come in. And they begin to trumpet. Well, and trumpet, and they're rubbing against each other and leaning against each other and wrapping their trunks around each other. Well, this younger elephant was Jenny, who was a calf at the Miller Brothers Circus where Shirley had been, and they had been together for like seven years. And so they, it was really kind of that adoption of a mother yeah. for this calf, and they remembered each other after all those years. That is amazing. And it's, you know, when yeah. I read the story, um, and I just knew that that was, I come from a long line of storytellers, mm -hmm. I'm a teacher, um, I, that kids have to know yes. about this. Yeah. Kids have to know, yeah. it just has to be told. But it caught my heart as an adoptive mother. Mm -hmm. uh, I know what that fe feels like to yeah. love a child that much or children mm -hmm. that much. So And so you adopted yes. your children. Yes. Yeah. And so that's how I started out. But then as I got into Shirley's story and began to research, I began to see how captive elephants suffer, particularly mm -hmm. if they're living in circuses, if they don't have the right environment. They need other elephants. They need a place to roam. Yeah. And so by the time the elephant sanctuary was established, you know, they're taking in these old retired elephants who haven't been cared for. and in the way that they should and providing that. And and so now, during that time, that they were together about seven years before Jenny passed away. Uh, she had some type of wasting thing because she had been so malnourished and mistreated oh, as a circus elephant. Goodness. And um, so, but they were together all the time mm -hmm. on in the elephant sanctuary. So then really the mission of the book for me became to educate children about the price that they pay and is it worth it for our entertainment? Okay. And so there's a section at the end of the book that gets kids thinking about that. Yeah. And I have great discussions when I go into classrooms and I read. Yeah. yeah. And the kids just cheer, you yeah, know, at the end right. of the book when Shirley and Jenny <laughs> are reunited and the teachers are in the back of the room crying. Yeah. <laughs> I have a hard time sometimes reading the book. I've read it so many times yeah. over the years. It's like, right. okay, I'm not going to cry as I read, yes. this, read this part. So um, I told my daughter I was going to interview you today, and she said, oh, I'm going to tell Miss Moore. She said, we're reading a book about elephants right now. Exactly. And, yeah. So I think that it really probably does resonate yes. with them. And, and the fact that they they can hold on to something that was local. Exactly. And, and I'm getting Shirley out into the world and I hear mm -hmm. from people and kids from many different places and it, it's just a universal story of right. kindness and love and survival. And my next book that I've written that I'm on probably step C yeah. <laughs> of publication, <Yeah. laughs> trying to get out in, into the world, is Jenny's story. Interesting. Because she has such a uh, unbelievable story of survival, too, mm -hmm. because she never knew anything but captivity uh, in a circus. 
She was always a circus elephant and was very mistreated. And when the elephant sanctuary got her, she had been dumped, if you can believe this, April, at a animal shelter oh, in wow. Las Vegas. Goodness. And it took about a year to get her to the elephant sanctuary. They just yeah. chained up and they mm -hmm. left her in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. And um, she, like I said, she was not well. And, but when Jenny died at the elephant sanctuary, Shirley was with her. There were several other elephants with her. They'd formed their little herd, and they never left her. They were stroking her with their trunks, and when she passed, when she quit breathing, they began to trumpet and trumpet. And, <laughs> Got chills. And so the, that book was born of my grief journey. Yes, yes. I just wrote it uh, a year or so ago. And it's really, I really, kids need to talk about grief and it's yeah. easier to talk about it in this, this setting of Shirley and Jenny yeah. and those types of things. And then oftentimes what I always find is in teaching and talking with kids is that then they begin to talk about how they feel about things. True. So I really feel like that's the mission of that book and that the parallels of the emotional lives of elephants yeah. as well. And the fact that they trumpet at yes. the end of the life. I hadn't ever thought yes. about that before, yes. but uh, what a beautiful thing. I, I was just thinking about the angels rejoicing yes. whenever you know our loved ones passed from this life to the next life. And, uh, and it goes full circle into what you were talking about earlier, how grief can be a gift and that we can rejoice after a season, <laughs> after a while. And it's hard to rejoice right there in that moment. But after a while, we can look at, look at grief as a gift and know that our loved ones are somewhere where we're going to see them again. As, since if they were a believer, then we have that assurance that we know that we'll see them. Well, and you know, we don't talk about it. It's kind of a mm -hmm. taboo thing. Yeah. And more and more, and that was, that was the woundedness within my own family, with my own children, was they were grieving when I came into their world. Yeah. And I knew nothing, nothing yeah. about how to help them through that journey. And so that was a lot of the woundedness that was carried into our family and mm -hmm. into their adulthood. And... So this is a way, I hope, to, to make amends for my failings yeah. and my ignorance of that is, is to help people understand that you have to grieve. Right. You have to grieve. We yeah. want to protect particularly our children mm -hmm. from that and ourselves, you know, that self-protection right. that's such a strong thing. I heard something, um, I think it's so, it's so true. It's like everybody wants to go to heaven but nobody wants to get on the bus, you yeah, know? Sure. <laughs> Very like, well said. Dying is real great right. as a concept or right. as a theory. <laughs> yes. But uh, it's, it's, it's part of it. We're it born is. to die. Yeah. And, yeah. And, but in the meantime, we're here to live yes. and here to love and here That's to right. be of service to one another. Yeah. 
And I think about the fact that you have put that so perfectly. And I have learned a lot today just from Shirley's story and from your story about the spirit of adoption and also grief is a gift. And I think that whenever we do have that perspective, it can change the way that we live in the here and now. So thank you for that. And thank you for putting all that together. I cannot believe that our time is almost up. It's gone by so fast, but I do have one final question for you. What is one thing that is lightening your load these days? And it can be anything, something, it can be fun, it can be spiritual, it can be whatever it is that's just making your life a little bit easier. Well, okay, you asked me, <laughs> so here we go. Um, I had bilateral knee surgery in December. Oh, goodness. And um, so right before then to help my knees because I was in such pain, I had gotten an electric bike. Yeah. And I haven't been able to ride it for five months. And it's pedal assisted because it has a little juice. Mm-hmm. And I live three houses from this fabulous trail that goes from Covington to Slidell, but it goes down by Lake Pontchartrain. Mm-hmm. It's about a mile from my house on this trace through the woods down to Lake Pontchartrain. Yeah. And I've been able to start riding again and get down to the I lake. I love it. Yeah. And I tell you, April, when I look out at that lake, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes on a clear day you can barely see the skyline of New Orleans, but it's just hard to get too big for your britches when you're looking out at that lake. That's right. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it really feeds my soul so much to, and it takes me back to being a little girl when I rode my yeah. bike all around North Monroe and down to the Bayou, Phillips Bayou. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, <laughs> So that is something that I'm thoroughly enjoying again. And I love that. That's a great answer. And it goes hand in hand with the fact that you love nature, that you love God's creations, that you love it in just the the simpleness of a lake, but you also love his animals. And I think that that's a beautiful thing about you, Mary Helen. Well, I feel close to my creator when I'm in creation. That's right. When I'm in his creation. That's good. Well, thank you so much for coming thank up, you, for being a part of the Reflecting Light Show. What an I'm, honor. What, I believe it's just going to touch the lives of many. This is way outside my comfort zone, so yeah. <laughs> thank you. Well, and I also <laughs> want to just highlight this book. Where can they get Shirley's story? You can get it on Amazon. Okay. I have a website, Shirley the Elephant Story. It is at the zoo gift shop now. Perfect. Uh, you can get it at the Biedenhorn Museum and Rustic Alligator in West Monroe. Great. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Reflecting Light Show. We pray you got some hope and some light out of today's episode. And if you did, please subscribe to the show and also share with a friend who may need the light of Jesus Christ in his or her life. If you haven't gotten your copy of Made to Shine, you can do so by going to aprilrogers.com. Go out and have a great week and be the light.